everyone. This is season one, episode five of Boom That's an Eminent Podcast, and I am your host, Whitney Ray. And I say this every single time that we start that I am going to do a better job, but life has been happening. As you know, um, life has been happening. So I have started to really sit down and actually just create content whenever I have time, which has been super beneficial. So these episodes are going to be recorded like they're supposed to, guys, and they will be released on time in 2020. So this will be the last episode um, for 2019, but not the last episode of season one, but it will be the last episode for um, 2019. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Anyways, today, there is something that I have been carrying with me for a long time that I've been sharing with my really close friends and really close family that um, are around me. And it's something that I've implemented in my life that I decided that I wanted to share with you guys, um, especially now that we're transitioning new year, new decade, all of that, when we are transitioning to a new point in time. So maybe this little tidbit will help you as much as what it has helped me. Um, I actually learned a new name for it. So what I've implemented in my life is what they call bandwidth. So Basically, whenever I refer to something as bandwidth, it's my, the amount that I am willing to do, which is what bandwidth is. It's the amount of what you can take, the amount of what you can support, the amount of what you are willing to do. So at first, it just started out with me putting up boundaries and sticking to those boundaries and being comfortable with sticking to those boundaries, one being of which... Um, if I don't have the mental capacity or the emotional capacity to listen to someone moan and groan about the problems in their life, I'm really good about telling people that. I'm also really good about asking people prior to me starting to moan and groan about the things in my life, if that person has the bandwidth to take that on. So I'm really considerate about asking, hey, before I even go into this, where are you mentally or where are you at emotionally at this point to listen to me, you know, whine and moan about what's going on in my life. And a lot of times people will go ahead and do it, which I wish some of my friends and family would speak up for themselves and that they would not do that. But it's us being supportive and wanting to help somebody else and me being an empath is rare that I do say no. So I'll, I'll listen to problems and try to help people navigate through that. But, um, the older I get, the easier it is for me to start to say no. And for me to start to say, you know what, girl, you know how you are. And you know, when this person tells you that they're having this problem with X, Y, Z, that you are going to go and you're going to try to fix the problem and you're not going to sleep. Things are just going to be, you know, crazy for you whenever you decide to listen to these problems. So what my goal for 2020 is, is to completely shut things down when my bandwidth is full. When I don't have it in me, my goal is to just say, I ain't got it, you know. 
I don't have room for it. So what made me think of this is because I've recently started dating and it has been a complete S show <laughs> to say the least. I've decided that um, I wanted to date, but in me wanting to date, I decided to be really honest from the jump and to, and sometimes people meet me with honesty and sometimes they don't. It just depends. So what I've decided is that I will ask the question as to what is the other person's bandwidth? Like what amount of people are you entertaining? Which lets me know if I want to be one of the numbers or if I feel like, no, I can't do this. I, I, I don't want it. Right. It helps me better understand if I'm willing to be one of five or be one of seven or be one of whatever the number looks like, or if that's just too much for me and I feel like I'm going to get lost in the sauce. So I've decided that I communicate that with other people too. So I let people know, Hey, I am dating. Like for me, my bandwidth is like three, three is the max. Like I can't do no more than three. It's too much going on. I got to answer too many text messages. I got to have too many phone calls. I got on too many dates. It, my anxiety starts to just like peak. No, I can't do more than three. Because at that point, people start getting lost in the sauce and I can't like navigate and I can't fully give my attention to really get to know these people to decide whether or not, hey, I want to pursue seriously dating you. Or any of that. Like, I have to be able to really get to know you to decide, okay, I want to take this to the next level and make this more of a serious thing and isolate time for just me and you versus, you know, me trying to get to know, like, 20 people. Like, it, <laughs> it's a lot. Like, I'm not knocking it. If you can do it, by all means, I just know I can't. But I see other people that can do it so easy to where it's like, it's nothing. Like they can date 10, 11 people. And when I say date, I mean like actually go out on dates, actually like text back. Actually, I see that with other people and I'm like, dang, I wish I had the attention span for that. But I don't. So if you are one of those people that your bandwidth is like super big, kudos to you. But if you're like me, I can't. Like, I just, I seriously can't. I wish that I could, but I can't. I've, I, when I was younger, yeah, but at 31, I, mm-mm, I can't because I don't want to have that conversation of, whew, I don't, I don't like not meeting expectations, even though people shouldn't have like these grand expectations out of people when you're dating. I just feel like an expectation for most of us is answer my texts and my calls back in a timely fashion. I think that a lot of us, we at least want that. Like we at least want somebody to answer back our calls and our text messages in a timely fashion. I feel like that's an expectation that's not just wild. I feel like, you know, you should be able to do that, especially if you're dating and you're getting to know people, you should be able to do that. So I just know, like I said, that my band was small. So I was dating someone recently whose bandwidth was not small and I had to make a decision as to, okay, do I want to continue and continue to get lost in the mix or cause a lot, of, cause this is the thing. I have a competitive nature, so I never want to get lost in the middle of things, but 
what I'm not about to do is do the most either for somebody that, you know, took me the Applebee's one time. I'm not about to do the most and I'm not about to like let you, I'm not about to be unappreciated either. I'm not about to let you just run me around and maybe we'll go on a second date. Maybe we won't. All we do is really text and like talk on the phone or whatever. We don't never go anywhere. I'm not about to do the most for that person. Like, your bandwidth is too big. Like, to me, it's just way too big. I can't do it. It is what it is. I don't feel disappointed in that, but I think the problem comes in when we don't have that conversation, when we don't say, okay, you're dating too many people for me. You can't be scared to say that because the person's attractive or because you know, you vibe or whatever. You can't be afraid to say, okay, I'm getting lost in the mix and you're not really delegating enough time to really get to know me. You just know like 2% of me and we've been doing this for months. Like I'm a big advocate of not wasting my time and not wasting your time. And I feel like that's wasting two people's times whenever you do that. So having that conversation of, where do I fit in needs to be had at the beginning. Like people are so scared of that conversation and they're scared of rejection and they're scared of what the other person is going to think or what the other person is going to say. Like, no, like, mm -mm. I'm not, I'm not afraid of that. Like, I don't, I don't care about the person feeling like, Oh, she's needy or Oh, she wants too much. Like, no, I want the bare minimum <laughs> at this point. Like I just want, you to be honest with me and for you to say okay well I'm entertaining the interest of seven other people and I don't know what you're gonna do but this is what I'm doing I mean it helps at the beginning like sometimes you know some that doesn't scare some certain people off like sometimes people are like you know what I can deal with being a part of one of 10 in a dating pool some people are okay with that and that's fine if you're okay with that but just know that that's your decision and that somebody just didn't unknowingly throw you into that um don't unknowingly throw people into stuff like that and also respect people's boundaries because i've been in a situation where i've communicated hey you got a lot going on and i for one do not want to fight for your time. And I feel like if I'm fighting against nine other people, that that's a lot. So respect those boundaries. If somebody decides that they don't want to pursue it or they don't want to do it, like don't get mad at them. Don't blow up. Don't make them feel like they're less of a person because this has happened to me. It's, it was it got ugly because I decided it, it wasn't that I didn't like this person. It was like I liked me more, <laughs> you know, like it's not like I don't like you. I just like me more and I know me. And I know my worth. And I know my value. And I feel like I deserve more than a good morning text. And then six hours later or what you doing? Like, I feel like I deserve more than that. And you are not you're not a, you're not able to give me that. Like, you got a lot of stuff going on. You got a lot of moving parts you're not able to give me that. And it was a whole argument of, yes, I can. You're not patient. Mm, no, 
Like, I'm real patient. I'm a very patient person. But what I'm not going to do is do this for months at the tender age of 31. I'm not doing that. So, and you shouldn't want somebody to do that. Like, what do I look like? Hanging around for XYZ. Hanging around for a long period of time. Just taking whatever you give me. Taking whatever scraps that you can give because you stretched yourself thin. And then all of a sudden it's, oh, yeah, you're still here? Like, no, I'm, (laughs) nobody should do that. Nobody should deal with that. And if you're in a situation like that right now, I need you to really step back and assess what's going on. Because if you're getting scraps out of a person, there's fault on both ends. It's literally that you're hoping and you're praying that this person will see your amazingness and see how phenomenal that you are and will delegate more time to you. And God knows how long that's going to take. And on the other side, this person is, needs to realize how thin that they've stretched themselves and what they're doing to the other person and also what they're doing to themselves because you're driving yourself crazy. And some of the time is you got all these like options. Internet makes it crazy. Social media makes it crazy because we have so much access to different people and different things. We just have so much access. So... You got a lot of stuff going on. You got a lot of moving parts. You're getting to know pieces. Whatever a person is willing to give you, that's what you're getting to know. So you're getting to know face value of things. And you might have one person in that mix that you have delegated a lot of your time to. But you're not being honest with everybody else around you. So you may have one person in your mix that you just like, okay, this is it. Like, this is the one, this is the one that knows me the best. I don't know what this particular person may have done to separate themselves, but this is the one that gets me, this is it. Blah, 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 whatever. And you don't communicate to those other moving parts. Then they get on Facebook, they get on Twitter, they get on Instagram, and they just, bam, see you with a girlfriend. That's happened too. It's like, it would have been so easy for you to say, hey... There's a front runner. I may need to pull away from this. We can't be afraid of what somebody else is going to say. I feel like if we were more open at the beginning, these conversations on the back end would not be as hard because you're giving people the option to say, okay, these are my uh, these are my boundaries. These are my parameters. This is what I'm going to deal with. This is not what I want to deal with. And so on and so forth. But when you don't do that and... You got a lot of stuff going on within your bandwidth. And then all of a sudden you show up (laughs) with a whole girlfriend or a whole boyfriend. People feel some type of way. And then a lot of the time we, we look at like, oh, you don't have the right. Yeah, we do have the right to feel some type of way. Like we, we do have the right. We do have the right to feel some type of way because if I'm coming to you and I'm saying, and you make a conscious decision to be a part of my bandwidth. And I'm honest with you. And then I come to you and I'm like, okay, what's your bandwidth look like? And you tell me, oh, it's like you and two other people, right? I need to know what's going on within that two other people. I know that sounds like a lot. And it may sound like I'm being needy. But I kind of need to know where I fall in that. So that way I can know like, oh, it's about to get real serious over there. Let me just back out. Or, oh, you know, everybody on the same level. We, I might have a chance with this. Let me just keep pursuing it. 
Like you got to give people the choice if they want to do this or not. And that's what sadly our generation doesn't give each other like the respect of the choice to be like, all right, I'm, I'm going to be 100% with you. This is how this is going to go. That's not, we're not doing that. I do that. <laughs> and I, and sometimes it's like people are receptive to it. And you have to be honest too. If you're not receptive to it, don't do it. If you are not okay with it, do not do it. Be honest with yourself first. What are you okay with? Like seriously sit down. If you're looking at dating or you're looking at your friendships, your like family situations, whatever that looks like, what are you okay with? That's the first question that needs to be asked. Like, what exactly is what are where's your tolerance? What are you going to stand for? And what are you absolutely not going to stand for? Because that's where it all starts. I mean, if you're not okay with something, you have to be okay with saying, okay, I'm not, I'm not okay with this. Like at all. Or at least expressing that on the front end and saying what you're okay with, what you're not okay with. And then that gives the other person the option of knowing, okay, she's not okay with this. I'm not going to do it. Or I can't avoid doing that. Let me go ahead and either back away from this relationship or what and that goes for like anything that goes for friendships situations with your co-workers situations with your family you have to be okay with saying what you're not okay with you got to be okay with that and they have to be and as the person on the receiving end you have to be okay with that other person not being okay with certain things like you you got to be okay with that too and you got to you got to either take it or leave it. Like I've had people sit me down and tell me what they're not okay with. And if it was something that I could stop doing, I would stop doing it. If that meant that, you know, that made that person comfortable, or if it was something that I knew I could absolutely not stop, then I would explain that. And I would say, you know, this is, this is something that's not going to stop. This is something that I cannot stop. Um, I give them the option. And if that is the case and you get in a situation like that to where the person is telling you, I'm absolutely not going to stop doing that, then that's on you at that point. A lot of problems can be avoided if we had that conversation. That if you stick around and that person has already told you this problem is not going to go away and on your end you decide, okay, I'll raise my tolerance or... I'm not going to raise my tolerance, but I'm going to continue to deal with it. Then that's a whole nother issue. That's a part that's at that point you taking on whatever angst that you feel because you could have easily just said, no, I'm not going to deal with the fact that you're not going to respect that. I don't like a certain thing and going to stop doing it. So that's on you. <laughs> I hate to say it, we got to be adults, but if somebody tells me they're not going to stop doing something that is either. I don't, I don't rock with it or I feel like it's detrimental to them. If they decide they're not going to stop doing it, they're not going to rope me into that and bring me down with them. I'm not going to allow it. I'm not going to do it. Neither should y'all. But if it's something like you, oh my God, you chewed your mouth up. Like that's, you can work through something that I'm saying like the, the, 
the harder things, the tougher, the tougher situations. Like you can, I think you can teach somebody to chew with their mouth closed. One of my friends is convinced that you can't teach somebody to chew with their mouth closed, but I am convinced that you can, and you can make people aware that they're chewing with their mouth open. I not to just get off a subject, but I think people that chew with their mouth open don't know that they're doing it until you bring it to their attention. Like my little brother chews his mouth open, and I'm convinced he doesn't know. He absolutely, positively just does not know that he's chewing with his mouth open. You got to bring it to his attention and tell him, hey, dude, you're showing your mouth open. So I feel like you can teach somebody certain things to not do or walk them through certain things to not do or not to do it around you. I mean, it's, it depends. Like I said, again, it's where your tolerance and where your bandwidth is. But, you know, just moving into 2020, I just, on my end, I know that my tolerance for certain things won't be there anymore so I already have braced myself for impact and I know that I won't have certain people in my life anymore like I get it they won't be around I know some relationships will diminish and they'll no longer be there but it's I'm becoming a lot more self-aware and I know a lot of people around me are coming becoming more self-aware and there's some people that may decide in 2020 that they don't want to deal with me and I'm fine with that. Um, sometimes you outgrow people and that's understandable. Sometimes your tolerance changes. And some of the things that you were once able to tolerate, you can no longer. And we have to be okay with that too. Like we got to be okay with being dumped out of somebody's bandwidth for them to add some other more healthy relationships into. But my challenge to you guys is to honestly check, check your bandwidth. And say, what is there anything in there that's clogging up the net? Like, is there anything <laughs> that's in your bandwidth that's clogging up the net that's making it to where you can't be your best in other relationships and in other situations? Just assess that before you move on into next year. Like, don't drag those relationships and those situationships over into your new year and your new decade. Like, just don't. Um, if somebody decides to not drag you over into their new year and their new decade, please handle that consciously and handle that like an adult. If somebody decides that this is it, nobody has to give you like a rhyme or a reason. Even though I feel like it would be cool that they did if they told you what exactly it was and why they were moving forward without you. I feel like that would be a good exit conversation to have, like exit interview. I feel like it would be a good exit conversation to have, but nobody owes you that either. So if you've been just wilding all of this past decade and just doing just God knows what and just acting a complete butt, it, like most of us are we're in our 20s for mo like this decade a lot of us are like early 30s so the last decade has just been a blur and we've haven't been as self-aware and haven't been as conscious as what we should be but now that we're in our 30s we can see okay so don't be surprised whenever somebody like the light pops on and they're like oh this, this is like way above my tolerance. This is way above what I'm used to. And we're ever-changing people. So those things are going to happen. 
And you got to step back and you got to be okay with that. Even if you're not okay with it, you have to make peace with it in some sort of formal way. And you have to be okay with that person saying, hey, this is, this is the end of this. Like, I got to, like, let this go. You got to be okay with that. I've had relationships in well before the decade on my that were ending on their end that were getting rid of me <laughs> getting rid but not necessarily getting rid of me but putting an end to a relationship that they either felt was toxic because I'm gonna be keeping a buck I was not always the nicest person and sometimes people felt like their relationships with me were toxic and I can see that and I'm aware of that and there's no coming back from that sometimes. So there's been people who have decided, you know what, I'm done with Whitney. It is what it is. And I'm okay with that. Um, some of it was like a very hard pill to swallow. Because I really, really liked the relationship. But I was the only one benefiting from it. And that's why I liked it so much. But I've learned to be okay with that. And I've learned that um, things are going to happen. Some things or for a season and this is going to end, but I'm just learning to be okay with those things. And I'm learning to be okay with ending those relationships that in turn may be toxic for me, maybe clogging up my net and it's not benefiting me and it's not benefiting them because I'm not, I'm either putting off too much energy for them and they're solely benefiting off of it or they're not giving me anything at all and it's just it's hard being an adult is hard like my god but anyways again this is the last i'm so it's bittersweet it's bittersweet y'all this is the last episode of 2019 last episode of this decade oh my god oh my god it's the last episode <laughs> So, when we go into 2020, we are going to be a lot better people. We're getting a fresh start. Mm, we're getting a fresh start. So, we're getting a new decade. We're going to be in our 30s, y'all. We're going to be in our 30s. Some of us will be in our 40s. But, it's a new decade. So, we get to do new things, new possibilities, new relationships. We're going to repair and love on the current relationships and current situations that we are in. We're going to put our best foot forward, y'all. We're going to be so much better people. We're going to be more conscious, more aware, more supportive. Oh, It's going to be a good day. So, that is all. I was going to have to end all my calls, too. That is all that I have for you guys today. So, happy, happy Happy New Year. Please don't say New Year's because it's not plural. We're only getting one. Okay? Okay. So, <laughs> Happy New Year to everyone. Thank you for being on this journey with me for the tail end of 2019 from when I started. Boom, that's the name of the podcast. Oh my God, I started a podcast. Oh, but thank you guys for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for sharing. Continue to do all of those things for me moving forward because I'm going to put a lot of energy into this. And a lot of love into this and a lot of vulnerability moving into 2020. I'm going to talk to y'all about Derner everything. But again, thank you guys. We're going to love on each other. We're going to be supportive. And yeah, so happy new year. And 
that is the end of this episode of Boom Nessa Podcast. I will talk to you guys later. Bye.